This is the Detailing Business Class Podcast, Episode 15. Should you or should you not price your services low or cheap when you first start your detailing business? Coming up. Hello, everybody, and thank you for taking your time to listen to this podcast, this episode with me for the next several minutes. And this one we're going to talk about, it is a good idea, bad idea, should you, should you not price your services cheap when you first start off. But before we start with that, I want to tell you that this Friday, so in a four or five days, this Friday, I'll be opening up enrollments into my premium online course, Detailing as a Business. I'll give you more details and you know all about it when I actually launch it, but make sure you follow me on Instagram, my email list, or this podcast. Uh, Detailing as a Business is my premium online course where I teach you how to start and grow a successful detailing business. We talk about sales, marketing, operations, customer service, finances, and everything you need in order to start and grow your detailing business. So again, that's this Friday. I'll be opening up enrollment, and this will be the last time you'll see it at this price point. So if you want to take advantage of that, Next month, it will be at a higher price. So just giving everyone the heads up before this enrollment starts that this is the last time you'll see it at this price. Anyhow, let's go ahead and get started with the episode on should you or should you not price your services low. So me personally, just to give you like the straight up answer that I always give everyone is it does not matter what you price your services when you first start off because the primary thing you should be focused on when you start your business is not so much the revenue, although I know you're going to be like, what? Well, I want to start a business to make money. I get it. Totally get that. But it's not so much about the money, the first couple of details. It should be more so of the experience that you need to gain. Okay. So when you start your business, right? Because the people that reach out to me that need help with their business, that want to get customers, that want to grow their business, it's not so much someone that says, hey, I have seven years of experience and you know, I'm super confident in my skills and knowledge and I have all the machines and tools that I need. And, you know, I don't get that. You know, most of the people that reach out to me aren't aren't like that. Right. Because it's just many people aren't like that. that want to start their business. Usually it's that someone that's barely getting into industry, maybe one or two years of experience, maybe at that or more, most likely not. Maybe it's just a couple of vehicles. So detailing as a personal hobby on your on your vehicle versus doing it as a business are two completely different things. And when you first start your business, the primary thing that I would recommend you focus on is not so much, hey, I want to make money right now, but hey, get that experience, get that knowledge under your belt of actually going out there and servicing a customer because that will help you price your services more accordingly moving forward as opposed to thinking about what's the best price range for my services. Because let me tell you, there is not going to be, there's not going to be a perfect price range or a perfect price point you can set that's going to make more customers want your services because it's not always solely based on the price someone is looking at. Now, in the beginning phase, don't get me wrong, you're going to get cheap customers because everyone goes through that route. Nobody knows who you are. Nobody cares what you do. Nobody knows, nobody wants what you have to offer. So in the beginning phases, you'll literally take anyone that wants their, their vehicle serviced and that's willing to pay, okay? Literally everyone is going to go through this. I went through this. Everyone that I know went through this. Whether, you know, the, the main part that's going to change here is how long are you in this phase, right? Might be a couple of months, might be a couple of weeks. But a lot of times, might be, you know, a year or two until you get out of that cheap phase. Again, depending on so many other variables. But Everyone is going to go through it. Just know that. So if you want to, if you're going to start your detailing business, I would say is 
charge what you feel is again and, and I'm, I'm keeping it super basic because the problem i see is that someone wants to start their detailing business and they start getting super analytical they start procrastinating they want to make sure that everything is set in place and that there's no room for error that you know the the, the next step that that person takes is going to be the step that propels them to, su- to success that's not how it's going to work it's not going to say hey i found the perfect price point this is exactly what i should price this is a great price point for every customer to say yes. That's not how it works. As your business grows, as your business makes progress, you'll elevate the type of customers that you get, the type of services that you offer, and the price point at which you offer those services. So in the beginning phases, you're going to have more of the eh, cheap, doesn't really want quality, but just needs someone to clean it real quick type of customers. That's going to be like a basic wash, a basic interior cleaning, maybe like a quick little spray wax. And you're going to charge cheap because it's just you're just starting off. The customer, eh, not, so, not, not, not worried so much about quality, more so than, hey, I just want to make sure it's a cheap price. As you get a better reputation, as you get more online reviews, as you gain more traction and traffic to your website or to your Instagram page or to your Facebook page, then you get more and more eyeballs on you. You get more, you get more, um, more word of mouth happens and you get more uh, people recommending your services. And little by little, hey, you know, that that. That $25 wash now turns into a $45 wash. That, you know, $100 full interior detail now turns to $145. And time after time, uh, time over time, you'll just start to increase everything because your services are getting better. Your demand is increasing. And now you're able to charge more just because you have that reputation. You have the traffic. And now you just have a better understanding of where your business is going. So that's the progression that your business is going to take. Again, whether that's three months, nine months, or a year and a half, that's completely dependent on you and how you're moving your business along in terms of how are you marketing, how are you advertising, do you have some type of, you know, are you getting word of mouth and are you getting referrals to you? So that's all going to, you know, that all has a factor in it to the, the progression of your business. So someone that's just starting their business, they say, hey, should I charge cheap? I'm going to say, yes, charge cheap for like the first, like make your first, let's say, again, make this advice fit to your situation. If I say go out and make your first $2,000 and that seems like bonkers too high, okay, not 2000 Adjust it to your area, to your services, to your goals, and to all that. So if right now, like you have zero revenue, okay, and you also have zero experience, like, or I shouldn't, I didn't say, I shouldn't say zero, but maybe very minimal experience working on someone else's vehicle, then like I said, I want your primary focus to be, hey, I want to go service someone, some someone else's vehicle to get the, the kind of just get that, uh, that that muscle memory of like, hey, this is what it feels like to go and service a vehicle that's not mine, an actual paying customer. Now, I would recommend you start off with your friends, family members, and coworkers because one, they already know I can trust you. Two, they're, they want to see you succeed. Three, it's going to be a very simple entry into starting a business, right? Like if you go out and service someone that you've never met before and they have a decently nice car, like I'm not saying like a Ferrari, I'm saying like they have like a 2017 Toyota Camry. You're going to feel a bit scared because you're like, oh, it's kind of new. Like I don't want to mess anything up. Whereas if you go and service your uncle, your 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 brother, your cousin, your best friend, your best friend's sister like it's much it, it there's not as much pressure with those people because you already know them they already know you there's not going to be like oh what if they don't like it like you can talk it out with them you can be more transparent with them so i would say your first couple of customers should be 
your friends, family members, and coworkers. And what you price them, okay, for me, I'm going to say, yeah, charge cheap. Why? Because you want more of the experience. Now, if you can get away with charging more because they want to help you with your business and they want to pay full price, that's absolutely fine. I'm not going to say, like, this is exactly what you should price because, again, you got to fit this to your scenario. Don't wait for me to be like, well, Oscar said it should be 25, so it's going to be 25. No, don't go based off of exactly what I say. Fit this to your situation, to your scenario. So I would go with your friends, family members, and coworkers. And yes, I personally would say charge cheap because our primary goal is not being cheap. But very shortly after that, again, that's contextual. That could be three months, six months, nine months. You want to steadily increase your prices. Now, what you'll find is that regardless of what your what your price points are, sometimes customers will still try to lowball you or negotiate your pricing, even if it's already low. And this is why I see a common mistake is is, is someone says like, "Hey, are my prices too high?" Because a lot of customers complain or negotiate about it. And that that makes the mental note of like, oh, well, I guess something's wrong with my pricing. Like, I, I guess it's too high. Should I really lower it? You know, I've looked around my area and I'm somewhat comparable to others. But, you know, my customers just don't want to pay that price. There's something wrong with my pricing. And what you need to get, what you need to understand is that it's not the pricing that's the problem. It's going to be the customers that you're attracting into your business. Meaning if you're, if you're, if you attract customers that simply are more focused on price rather than quality, then no matter how low you price your services, well, at some point, cheap is cheap and they'll go with it. But for the most part, is, is if you're looking for a perfect price point and it's already low, a customer still wants a better deal than what they're currently getting. So if you, ha- if you attract those types of customers, then, of course, if you want to charge, I don't know, I'm going to just make up numbers here, $100 for a service. But you're saying, well, you know, you know, no one's really buying that service and I guess it's too high. Let me drop it to 85. And then you have people contact contact you for that service uh, and you charge 85 and they're going to be like, well, can you do like 50, 65? And you're saying, well, it's already, you know, already dropped there from 100 and people are still complaining about the price. That's because no matter what you give them, they still want a cheaper price because they're solely focused on price. Whereas if you attract the type of customers that are more dependent, are more focused on quality, they want more reliability, they want someone reputable, then it's not going to be so much of a factor of price, more so than, hey, can this person get it done in a timely timely manner and in a professional manner based on my needs and what I want, okay? So don't get it confused that it's it's not your pricing, okay? Like there is no magic number saying, well, if I say 97 instead of 100, it's not saying, hey, if I put these services together and I drop it under 200, that's better than if I sell them individually. That's those are tactics. Sure, here and there, some things could could help you out in some regard, but for the most most part, it's not going to be your price. So when you're first starting and you're saying, "Well, what's going to be the perfect price?" There is no perfect price. There's only progress, not perfection. So if you think like if you're really analyzing like everything, and don't get me wrong, like it it, it does help to look at other detailers to see what they're pricing. Okay, but the problem with that is that the customer, the detailer that you're looking at. They could have been in business. They've probably been in business for about, let's say, five to ten years. They already have a reputation. They have plenty of online reviews. They ha- they get custom. They get you know recommended to their friends and family members all the time. They already have momentum behind them. So if they can charge much higher because they've been in the, in the game much longer and they already have a reputation toward their name and they know they do great work. So if you're comparing your pricing to someone like that, 
then it's going to be a bit misleading to yourself because, again, they're already established. They already have a customer base to where you don't have any of that. So the pricing isn't really a good comparison, a fair comparison. You'd want to look at someone that's within your uh, range of like of, of starting a business. But at that point, you know, neither of you have kind of validated the success. So it doesn't really make sense to look at someone else that just started because you guys are kind of in the same place of nowhere, if that makes sense. So if you're looking at, so I wouldn't overanalyze it because the, it's more important to start and to take action. And again, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's important to start with your friends, family members, and coworkers. That's why it's more important to charge lower than what you want because you're going to get that traction. You're going to, you're going to actually see what it takes to go and, and, and work and work for whatever price range you set. So like, let's say in your head, you're like, you know what? I want to charge $100 for the service, okay? And you don't, you have limited experience. You haven't cleaned that many vehicles. But hey, you you think that $100 is a perfect price point. You've, you've looked at other areas, at other detailers. You've looked at their services. You've and like you've looked at like how much it, it, it takes to complete the job through like videos and through like what other people are saying. And then you go out there and you perform that service for $100, right? Even after you did all that work and you're like, yes, this is the price point. And you go do it for $100. After you're done with that, with that detail, you could be like, oh, wow, that's actually still very cheap for the amount of work that I'm doing. And you may re- need to reach and you need to change your pricing because now you're like, well, I thought it was going to take two and a half hours. That took four hours. I, like, I'm charging super cheap. So that's why I'm such a big advocate of, hey, charge cheap, go out and do the customer, get real life experience, then come back and you're going to be like, oh, okay, that's actually pretty cheap. I should raise the pricing. And you're not going to get that by just like waiting for that customer to pay your full price because even your full price is going to be very low once you actually go out there and service the vehicles. But let's fast forward now. So when do you actually raise your prices? Because we're going to start cheap. I would recommend you start off cheap. Um, and if you, if you can get away with not starting cheap, you know, like if you just are for some reason, you're just popular and like people in car clubs and the car scene already knows you and okay, like you don't always necessarily have to start off cheap, but for the majority of you, I would say yes for all the reasons that I listed. But so when do you actually raise your prices? When do you know you can actually, you know, make more money? So for me, like I I remember when I was, um, you know, I was still like charging pretty low and then I, you know, I, I, over the next, like over a course of two to three months, I increased my prices by, I don't remember how much, but by a lot. And the biggest uh, indicator for me is that your, your, your weekly volume of leads increases, meaning like more people are reaching out to you for your services on a daily and weekly basis. Because if you want to raise your prices right now and you're just starting, well, guess what? No one is reaching out for your services. No one knows who you are. No one is on your Instagram sending you a DM or no one goes to your website and sends you an email or no one, you know, asks for your number from the friend so they can text you for information. No one is doing that. So you don't have demand, right? You don't have anyone that's looking for your services. Whereas if you have, so when you first start, you have zero people looking for your services, okay? Uh, Three months later or however much, you know, however long later, however long later, that doesn't make sense. You know, however much more time later, wow, does that make sense? I don't know. Let's say three months later, um, you're getting five people reaching out to you per week. And then, you know, two months later, we're now at five months later, we have, you know, uh, 10 people per week reaching, 10, 10 people per week reaching out to you for your services. So the more people that you can get to ask for your services, to request information, 
the more you can raise your pricing because now you have higher demand. If one person reaches out, reaches out to you per week, you're going to be very scared to raise your prices because the one customer that you, or the one lead that you get, the one potential customer that comes your way, you don't want to scare them off. You don't want to price too high because then they're going to go somewhere else. And you don't want to price yourself too low because then you don't get the work or you get the work, but you work for pennies essentially. So you, you're looking for the like perfect sweet spot and you might even like throw in more work just, just to get the job. Now let's take it to the other side of the extreme and let's say you're getting 10 people to reach out to you per week, all right? 10, 15, 20 people per week, okay? Now that you're getting so much more work and so many, so many more people are reaching out to you, it's okay to raise your prices because now even if a, even if a majority of them say no, you're too high, you're still going to have a handful of customers say yes, and that's going to keep you more than enough. Uh, uh, that's going to keep you busy enough to have a sustainable business and a sustainable, su- sustainable life. Wow, I'm having a hard time speaking right now. So when do you raise your prices is when you start getting, and it, it doesn't have to be 10, 20 leads per week. That, that's Again, that's just an example. You have to fit this to, to, toward your scenario. But you want to start raising your pricing once you actually start getting traction. Like if, if no one is reaching out to your services, for your services, it's hard to raise your prices because you, no one is looking for you. And if you have one or three people per week reaching out to you, it's still very difficult because you're scared to raise your prices. You're scared to 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 uh, um, to stay to stick to your pricing because you don't want to lose a customer. As you build traction, as you build your reputation, as you get more traffic to your Instagram or Facebook or website, that's when it's like, oh, okay, now I can you know uh, up the pricing a little bit because now I'm I'm, I'm getting more traction. Again, whether that's three months, nine months, a year and a half, or, or two weeks, that's completely dependent on you and your actions. Now you're asking, well, how do I do that? Well, that's going to come through marketing. The number one thing that's going to help you raise your prices and to help you get better and to help you grow your business is focusing on marketing, not becoming a better detailer, not better understanding the tools and products, not understanding the chemistry of the product, which is pointless, not knowing, you know, all these like technical detailing things. It's going to be, hey... How do I get more eyeballs on my business? How do I get more people to send me a DM on Instagram? How do I get more people to book with me through my website? How do I get more people to call and text my phone? If you're, if you're asking yourself these questions and you're doing the proper and necessary work to get the answers and implementing those answers into your business, you'll be able to increase your, the, the leads that you're getting on a daily and weekly basis. Anything short of that and you're seriously just going to take much longer growing your business for instance if you're like man i'm not getting any customers i can't raise my prices i'm not making as much money as i want maybe i should learn more about polishing maybe it's because i'm not a better publisher maybe it's because i don't know how to clean leather as good no that's not the answer you can be a mediocre detailer but and 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 still have a successful business i'm not saying that's what you should do but talking in the most realistic sense you can have a rockstar triple a master detailer right that has been certified through rupes through other organizations that has the best tools and products but if they don't have leads coming in on a daily and weekly basis they're not going to be busy and they're not going to be successful as a business maybe as a detailer but as a business they're not going to be successful and profitable because they don't have any customers whereas on the other side let's say you take a mediocre detailer Okay, let's say the master detailer is, is 10 10, just you know, hits hits the nail on, on, on everything on interior, on paint correction, on ceramic coatings, on engine cleanings. 
And the mediocre detailer is, let's say, like a 6 out of 10, okay? Not worse, a little above average, but they focus on marketing, right? They're getting five people per day to reach out to them for their services, okay? So maybe, uh, maybe the mediocre detailer isn't the best detailer, but hey, look, they're getting leads. The customers are happy. Yes, maybe the master detailer can, can take things a bit further. They can get, instead of 75% removal on paint, they can get 95% removal. Instead of, you know, those stains didn't really come out with the mediocre detailer, the master detailer can get them out just a bit more, make it look a bit better. But since the mediocre detailer focuses on marketing and consistently gets leads on a daily and weekly basis, they're going to be much more successful and much more profitable as a business because they're actually getting people reaching out to them for their services. Again, I'm not saying be a mediocre detailer, but I'm just really laying out the facts and saying, hey, detailing is a very, very, very small portion portion of your overall success. And the best way to raise your prices, to uh, increase your your business to make more money to get better tools and products to just overall get more of what you want with your business is to focus on marketing to generate more leads and sales into your business hopefully i'm getting that across again the main question was hey should you charge cheap yes we've covered all that but it's it's very much more important to know like what are the next steps because you always want to be progressing in your business you don't want to just keep on charging cheap and like you're just waiting around like okay like you know, I'm still charging cheap. Like, when, when does this change? The change happens once you start focusing on, hey, okay, I need more people to reach out to my business. I don't want to keep on charging these cheap prices. I want to charge, you know, $35, $45, $55, $65 dollars an hour. And that's not going to happen by just hoping that, like, more people reach out to you. The, the, the way you're going to go to raise, raising your prices and getting more customers into your business is, hey, focusing on marketing increasing that demand that way you're getting more people to reach out to you you're able to raise your prices yeah a, a, a majority or a good portion of those are going to be like hey you're still too you're still too high on pricing but you're still going to have a, a a good amount of customers saying hey yes i want someone reputable i want someone reliable i want someone professional you're the one let's book it in let's get it done so that's the that's where you should really be aiming towards is focusing on attracting the right type of customers into your business to charge to to charge the rate that you want if you only attract customers that can only afford a hot dog, no matter what you say, no matter how you sell it, no matter what it's made of, no matter what it's prepared for, you can never sell them a steak because they can only fo- afford a hot dog. So don't get it confused. Like, really, no matter what you say to someone that is only focused on price, they will only go for something cheap or lower price or the better deal because that's all they're focused on is just on pricing. And don't get me wrong. Like, you can, you can you know, sell someone and like, like I've seen it a lot um, is like someone like they want a certain price, but they throw like everything in the kitchen sink in order to get that price. Meaning like, hey, it's going to be 250 for X, Y, Z. And they're like, oh, well, that's kind of high. And then the detailer will be like, well, I'll throw this, 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 and I'll do this and I'll do that. And, you know, it's, it's 250. But like the amount of work that you're doing to the vehicle is like around five hundred dollars. And like your hourly rate is super low now. So that's not the type of scenario that you want to be in because you're still going to be working for pennies. Yes, it's a higher ticket price, but once you break everything down and for the amount of work that you're doing, you're not making much money. So hopefully this helped. I went a little bit everywhere, but uh, just the main premise was did you charge cheap? And we kind of just progressed from there because that should really be the goal of yours to always be progressing, to always make progress in your business. And that's going to be with pricing, marketing, and everything in between. So that's going to wrap it up right here. Again, this Friday 
is going to be, uh, I'm going to open up enrollments into detailing as a business, my online premium course. Stay tuned for that. Again, follow me on Instagram to get more details. If you're on my email list, you'll get, um, you'll get some more information on that. And other than that, I will leave it right here. Hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast. Let me know if you have any questions by shooting me an email or send me a DM on Instagram. I'll talk to you guys on the next one. Bye-bye.